0: You're listening to To Become Family, a podcast aimed at restoring confidence in marriage and family life. And welcome to another episode of To Become Family, Um, I was thinking of how to intro this today. And it is not you who are joining us. We are joining you on your walk, your daily walk or your commute, or just because your wife said, Listen to this, uh, welcome. I'm more happy to be able to join you with whatever you're doing. Um I don't know what it means. And uh, Need something
1: in my hands, to yep. fidget with.
0: yeah, either that or I'm gonna shake the screen. Um, and yeah, so we're happy to be here. We are, we are Renzo and Monica Ortega, and we are your hosts of helping to try to explain things in ways that make sense but are still Catholic and trying not to stir up too much controversy. I haven't even gotten a chance to look at all of the YouTube comments from the last episode. I have to like spend time tomorrow and just like look at all of them and respond like to them. Think
1: through, yeah. There's no, quite I don't a few.
0: Care. I just want to be like, thank you, great. I don't know. Like people are going back and forth on them, yeah. Which is kind of like it's like people arguing on your lawn. <laughs>
1: I'm like,
0: As long as you don't mess up the grass, thank I you. I mean, we
1: invited them there, didn't we? Yeah. I don't know.
0: No, but I and I've I've uh, I've told Monica not to look at YouTube comments because it's just a cesspool. People are not going. to be And I nice. didn't listen. Well,
1: thank you for the nice people. Though there's been a few nice ones.
0: I haven't, listened, I haven't looked at them yet. I have to. Um, but for those of you that are supporting us there, thank you. Um, and we're also going to be putting this on YouTube. But so today we are going to try to shift the conversation. I, I think it's important to kind of build on the things that we talked about last week. Um, but I want to shift it to focusing on the wife and the bride. Mm-hmm. Um, because we did get some Our comments. Turn. We did get some comments of people saying, well, I think it'll be interesting the way we do this. Um, because one, it's off the cuff. Because Monica doesn't know what we're doing.
1: As per usual. And
0: number two, because I don't think it's going to go the way people may assume. Um, but I, I've, a few of the comments from YouTube were saying, like, why, why – fine about this whole red pill thing and, you know, men needing to be better husbands and fathers. But, like, why you – know, like, what's keeping the wife accountable? Mm-hmm. Which is an interesting question. It's an interesting like, way of phrasing there it. Why is always
1: the focus on the guy? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and that's not a – I think that's a very common – thing that's said by a lot of men that are influencing i don't want to say yeah. just, i just like you hear it on other i've i i went through a few other podcasts just to hear what their perspectives were and a lot of it are like well it's unfair everything is about you know what the guy has to be doing uh which they're not wrong about um i think a lot of the the stuff that's out there is focused on husbands um but so like my train of thought I think will make sense. Hopefully it makes sense for throughout the rest of the episode. But like, I get that that's, that's how it feels. Like it feels like we're really coming down on husbands. Um, And I think it's, it doesn't make sense for husbands and it, it can make, it could be actually negative for a lot of husbands. If they, if every time they're called out, it elicits shame.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's the key to thinking about this because um, the idea of shame and guilt, I think, is very important. And I think it's going to be very big for this conversation. Um, because even I, I think it'll help with like wives, this is how you should speak to your husbands, this is how you should try to encourage them, this is how you should build them up. Um, and even recognizing within yourself like your experiences of shame.
1: Mm-hmm. Um if you just look at the episode in isolation, yes, like the men were more targeted. That was the point of the conversation. Um but I wonder if part of that is that like, why are, why are men kind of getting a bad rap and why are we focused on fixing guys? I guess is if we're painting broad strokes Um, and I was, and maybe this is just from personal experience, but I think that women are constantly working on themselves or trying to, because they feel this sense of guilt and shame and inadequacy Because, like, I I don't know, I just think of, like, my friends and our, like, in our group that do, like, Bible study and book study and things like that together that, like, a lot of it is for us to constantly be trying to check ourselves and be aware and improving and things. So, like, is part of it because so many women – like, there are so many podcasts for, like, women – how to be better and wives, Mm. how to be better wives, how how to be better mothers. And like, is it because we're in that space already? Like we're trying to work on that. I don't know. I think that there's still a lot of room for improvement, obviously. And then the other thing I was thinking of.
0: so like, were you, you just expand on that. Are you saying then that you feel like there's more men, male content that's doing that because like they're catching up to like what women have been doing? Yeah. Interesting.
1: But maybe that's just because I'm a woman and that's my experience. And I don't know. And I think I, that.
0: I would say that that's probably more okay. accurate. Sure. But I think a lot of it can – I think women are more likely to talk with each other about the things that they lack in mm. ways that they need to get better. And I don't think that's natural for a lot of men. Okay. Right. Um
1: To kind of like identify those areas of weakness.
0: Not <laughs> – to Like to get together and try to identify. Like okay. it's just it, – I don't think that's a thing that comes very natural. Um, There is – this is I heard on a different podcast that there there was like an initiative in Australia. They think they called it the Shed Initiative where a lot of – they would – in order to build friendships among men, they would get guys together. And it was based on like let's go do something in the shed. And like mm-hmm. you had to like – an activity. So it's like, all right, let's repair this person's bike. Yeah. So that while they were repairing a person's bike – that's when like they're doing something. So like, then they can start having conversation. Um, And people have said like that men tend to build better relationships side to side from one another as opposed to facing each other. So like when you're doing something, you're more willing to like, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm struggling with this and blah, blah, blah. Um, I think a lot of.
1: Which I mean, just our experience in youth ministry, I would say that that's accurate Yes. with like when, if you're trying to get the guys to talk, yes, you need to be playing a game first. Go do (laughs) do
0: something. You can't just have them sit around and talk about their feelings. Yeah. No, it, no, and
1: which they will, they'll mm-hmm. talk about their feelings if they're like building a bonfire or
0: sure. <laughs> like yeah,
1: moving stuff or playing a game or whatever.
0: Yeah. But my, my point like I guess pushing back on what you're saying is that I think I think um a lot of like this the self-help stuff for guys, I don't I don't think it's like a catch-up thing. I think it's more of like out of desperation because it guys still seem to not be getting what they need to be doing. Mm. Um, cause like even these other shows that I've, I kind of listened to, they were saying like, oh yeah, guys suck with struggle with passivity. Um, but then like, they still don't know what to do about it. And mm-hmm. and like giving practical steps on like, this is how you battle it. Um, I think that that's, a, that's a big problem. And that's I think,
1: missing from the influencers, like to, I, the, I the w- sharing of what to do.
0: I don't like just saying influencers because this is, this also goes to like pastors and small groups and Bible studies for men, like mm-hmm. all together. Like it's not just like people on YouTube talking heads, but I think that a lot of the content that's that men consume doesn't give them practical advice. Um, on how to not be passive anymore or not or how to lead their families or how to, you know, love their wives, love their children. So like they still struggle with how to do that well. Mm-hmm. Um or like not losing their tempers or how to discipline their kids. Like things like that aren't really out there um without being over spiritualized or yeah. or in and, and not like given the human formation aspect of it. So like I don't so I think like we, we're seeing more of the content out there now because I think wives are still seeing their husbands not living up to it. Yeah. And then I think now there's a big like pushback like we said before of like husbands and fathers feeling like well we have all this pressure this is unfair there's no respect for husbands because like it just means like it just seems like we have to do all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um so that's where I think the state of things are.
1: Yeah. But I guess my point was that like women have noticed that that was a thing, right? And that they've even within themselves have noticed that there are things that they need to do. So they've already been writing books and reading blogs and Mm -hmm. listening to YouTube, like listening to podcasts and YouTube videos about that stuff. And like, I don't know, are there more tangible things for women to do? Like, I, like, I feel like I've read a lot of stuff. That's like, here's how to help be a better wife, mother, homemaker, Hmm. work-life balance, like all that stuff. Like, I think that there, I don't know. Is there just more content out there for women? working on it
0: so you think that there's content out there for women that that say um this is how you could be a better wife absolutely really
1: yes I can go to the bookshelf and give you five books about it
0: interesting what do they tell you um gosh now
1: i feel put on the spot it's
0: great because i feel like like you could say what like we what husbands need to do
1: yeah so it's a lot of like are um, they written
0: by written by women there's a bias there hmm should get a study written by men.
1: Maybe. Uh, Well, I'm not – So, okay. So, for example, like, Be Healed was a a book that we worked on, like, as a group. And all the women were like, yes.
0: Written by a man. I want – Written by a man. You want one
1: written by a woman?
0: No, like, what – But, like, I guess, like, that's not – But
1: I thought that was what you were asking. No, more of, like –
0: No, more of, um. is, is there content out there? So Specifically like for women. Yeah, and by So
1: I think no, 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 no.
0: Is there content out there that says how to be a So like what we what we've talked about before I'm looking, and like
1: I'm looking up at my bookshelf. what we've talked about before like is like how to
0: <laughs> how to be a good husband, how to be a good father. Like yeah. we've talked about Ephesians 5, we've talked about masculinity, like we, and this is something we've had, we've discussed with with each other. Um and I have my certain views on how I need to live that out. Um and it's the same kind of advice that I give to young men. Do you think there's advice there's has it is there stuff out there for women to be like this is how like how the counterpart of that like this is how you be this is how you could be a good because like the pushback we got on youtube was like what's your what's the accountability look like for the women Mm -hmm. um in out of self-protection the men are saying that because they feel like if i put all all my eggs in this basket and it's not rest and i don't get um anything in return like then i'm sacrificing for nothing Mm -hmm. so like What's my wife have to live up to, to live to, you know, to, so that I, like, I'm giving my, I'm dying on the cross for my wife. Mm -hmm. What does it look like for her to submit? Like it it, did back to that idea. But like, that's kind of what they're, what they're Mm -hmm. saying. And like, do you think that there's stuff out there that kind of talks about that?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: And like, what's the advice that they give? I guess was my.
1: So gosh, I have to think of like, I wish I could go to a book. I don't have this Rolodex like you do in your brain of like this (laughs) study said this and then this author said that and they are related I don't, I don't have that in my brain, but like, sorry, um, I, I'm thinking of the book present over perfect, um, the podcast abiding together. Like I know that messy family and messy parenting, I forget which one they are called right now. I think it's messy family. Talk a lot about the husband and wife dynamic and how a wife and how a mother can be effective in their home and be, Mm. um, they like, I've, I've definitely, I definitely know that. Um, I'm trying to think of some others that i can see titles of but the like, it's, it's fine so it's fine movies. you don't have to try but, so so my question but was for gonna, sure i could i could give you books that like we've we've done to go over that
0: have and have they ever addressed the idea of shame absolutely okay this the the same way that like brene brown talks about it
1: um i think closely okay yeah
0: interesting because, like you can't, you don't have the book in front of me because I, I I would want to push back on that point because like I don't feel like I've heard because like and maybe it's just like I don't run in – I don't consume run in the,
1: these female circles. I don't. With I'm, me. Not, I'm,
0: not in the, <laughs> I'm not. I don't run in the the, the, the girls groups. But like no, but maybe because like the girls are more focused on that. But like the idea of of like worthiness and shame and then so I they do they talk about shame in it and they do talk about how to address your husband in that sense it would make the bold oh, statement okay, that that's so like never address happened. your
1: husband okay no but like addressing your own shame yes oh you
0: yeah, of course it's all about you no I guess but, but like, I guess
1: isn't that the point though that like
0: no right that so like I guess that's my point of like is there stuff out there of like how to be a how to address
1: your husband shame
0: like how to be a wife that can like Help, like you, you, (laughs) who can live out like the marriage that we've lived out so far, and not like that because we're like a perfect couple, but in the The sense of like, well, right, because like we were in a place where we were very, it was it was a big mess, and I was not living up to my, like my calling as a husband and father. You helped elevate me to that point Mm -hmm. through the way you love me, and are there things out there that you've encountered or like that you've heard about that help women do that. And one of the th- ways that you have to go about that is navigating that your husband doesn't feel worthy within his masculinity hmm. and you have to. So like, you can't just say like you need to be like, there's, there's advice out there of like, if men were just more masculine, then women would be more feminine. And that's just a whole bunch of garbage yeah. Um. because a lot of things that like, and we're going to go into this in the videos, this will make sense in a little bit, mm-hmm. but like part of the issue I've, I've, thought through of, I don't know if this is true, is that men feel a certain lack in their masculinity. Mm -hmm. Their wife can't bring that out of them. I think that's something that they have to work on their own. They have to be given to it by other men. But I do think their wife can help them address it Mm -hmm. and address that shame of like, I'm not man enough. I'm not living up to my, my, my abilities as husband, as father. And I don't think there's advice out there of like, women, this is how you could do it. Is that accurate? Like, obviously, you can't read every book in the world, but like from what things you've gone through. like Yeah,
1: I just didn't feel like that was the original question.
0: I changed it so I'm right. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. No, I changed it because I wasn't able to articulate it until now.
1: Okay. Because I felt like you were asking, like the guys feel like they're being targeted – Yes. To, like, change. And my point was, like, I feel like women have felt yes, that yes. pressure and there are things for them. No.
0: So, I guess – in my, my question should have been worded as, like, all right, so guys are targeted to feel like they should change. Is there a counterpoint to the, like, all right, w- wives, this is how you can help your husband. Okay. Not, like – Wives is how you should change well
1: I mean but like is there stuff to for husbands to help their wives and their no family? we should be right. writing it why okay. don't we
0: do no like right so like this I guess my point being okay. like so there's you a you that the, like you want voids. this
1: okay so the big void is that there's a there's a space missing for the spouse to help their to help the spouse to help their spouse live up to their potential as their role as husband or as their role sure. As wife sure yeah. yeah yeah so there's there's not stuff for the wives to help Call up their husbands. like No, no we- not,
0: not call up because okay. like, again, that, that goes into like pointing the things out. Okay. People just like, that's not what we mean by call, it, but more of like, are your husband knows what his mission is. He knows what he should be doing. Yeah. um, But he's not great at it. How, how should a wife navigate that? Okay. And then likewise, like as a husband, like you how should you support your wife in whatever she's yeah. trying to improve in? Okay. Um because I think that that's something that like I
1: Yeah, okay. I see that.
0: Okay. Cuz we fought over this before. Mm-hmm. Not this discussion, but like in what we're going to go into a little bit. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Well, like how it was being done.
0: Right. So I feel like a good lens okay. to look at this through. This idea of like how can I, so we it took us how long? 17 minutes. You're <laughs> welcome, everyone. So, so Bantered. the uh <laughs> it wasn't banter. It's was yeah. just trying to understand each other. Um so the so I think looking at this idea of like so we we put a lot on the husbands, which I think rightfully so. Things should be put on the husbands, but then, so what is the wife's responsibility though? In the middle of that,
1: in su- in supporting him with his,
0: yes, in supporting and and just like load. Uh, I think he his, his. I think the wife's responsibility in think about helping him grow, helping him untangle, helping him like this
1: <laughs> do you know what i mean because i
0: don't want to say like helping him grow because like that's you can't because there's things that, like you're not going to help me be better a better man at certain things but like there's certain things you can do to make sure that i feel affirmed
1: okay yeah that makes sense mm-hmm.
0: okay so in order to unpack this more and hopefully make more sense if i if this doesn't make sense at the end of it i'm sorry everyone i'm deleting it
1: come back next week no it's just we're gonna, not deleting it
0: just gonna all right so i think that Whatever you think of Brene Brown, I'm sorry for, you know, whatever you think of her um, politically. Um, I really don't care. We're going to
1: focus on her research.
0: I I don't care what you think. (laughs) Sorry. No, because I think that this message is very important. Um, It's very very simple. It's not very – it may not seem very deep, but it's worth considering because it can allow for – like we've talked about this in other episodes of like common language – in yes, in navigating I mean, things together. Yeah. So, um, the, I try to do a few timestamps. If I messed up the timestamps, I'm sorry. You're going to see me clicking around, but the, um, the idea of shame, I think is very important to understand. I think, it, I think it, um, um, it sheds light on a lot of different things that people can struggle with within their marriage. Um, so we'll just play through things and then talk about it.
2: Certainty. It fuels our daily lives. And I've come to the belief, this is my 12th year doing this research, that vulnerability is our most accurate measurement of courage. To be vulnerable, to let ourselves be seen, to be honest. One of the weird things that's happened is after.
0: Okay. That was the first thing I wanted to share. Because there's also been movements out there saying to husbands Mm -hmm. that they should never be vulnerable with their wives because their wives will no longer respect them. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a very dangerous recommendation for men. And on two fronts, one, I think it's dangerous because men should feel like their wife is someone they can confide in. I do believe my wife is my best friend. I do believe that she she can get and support me in my most vulnerable times. So I think it's dangerous on that end. And I think it's also dangerous – it could also be dangerous because then women can feel like no my husband should be vulnerable all the time and so like i think there's an interesting balance there like i i but i do think the idea of vulnerability um
1: and is a positive as courage yeah
0: right in labeling as courage because also like vulnerability is not just sharing every single struggle you have so like the, mm-hmm. so like the pendulum could swing of men just being like no i'll never be vulnerable or wives being like oh tell me everything, every single weakness, every little thing that bothers you. And then your husband seems like he's incapable of handling himself because he's constantly telling you about all the things that are hard. Sure.
1: Yeah. Because all the things are hard. I, so listening to that, the image that came to my head, we did, um, we helped, we we're on a team that facilitated a pre-K a workshop yesterday at our parish. And, um, one of the things that we did at the end of the evening was, um, Spend time in adoration and priests offered to hear confessions. Mm-hmm. And to see uh the male fiancés stand up to go to confession. Mm-hmm. I was just like, yes, that is manly right there. But also like so vulnerable yeah. to stand up in front of a crowd, to move from your spot in adoration to clearly go to the confession line to wait your turn. Mm-hmm to then go and tell your sins, like to confess your sins and ask for mercy and repentance. Like what is more vulnerable than the sacrament of penance, the sacrament of confession? And then also what is more brave Mm -hmm. to go do? And like, oh, I was just like, that is so manly. And I don't know. I feel like, is there something there that women should encourage that? Like they encourage humility. They encourage vulnerability I guess like in its rightful place right like there's there's a time when like losing losing your cool is just not appropriate right mm-hmm. so it's like yes please be vulnerable and share yourself because I want to know who you are if you're not vulnerable then I don't really know you I don't know that was that was the first it's, thing it's that interesting. came
0: to my head. it's interesting because I don't um and this happened a lot with the last episode when we were talking about red pill, Manosphere stuff. A lot of the women were like, I didn't know this existed. Mm -hmm. So I feel like even what I'm saying, I don't know if you have a box for it of the vulnerability with, with, with wives, because like, I agree with you. That was very manly that they went to to confession, but I think that's not, the argument isn't that men shouldn't be vulnerable is that they shouldn't be vulnerable with their wives.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I feel like that's something that, that, but
1: you don't think even that act was vulnerable with their future wife. No like to be able to stand up and say i have sins i have to go confess instead of like pl- putting on this like perfect maybe friend. i don't know
0: what they're like so i like okay. they could be like yeah i apologize to people all the time right like i don't know like or they could be like yeah i i pray to god and okay like i i i don't think so i think specifically being vulnerable with someone who should later trust you with things Mm. is it is it is, is very different than like going to tell a stranger or something okay. even if it's like a like and that the whole advice the whole point of the advice of not being vulnerable with your wife is so that is because she's going to think of you as less of a leader if you're constantly telling her the things that are wrong with you
1: mm-hmm. like showing the chinks in your armor
0: yes and that's that is so like when you and i think that's that's a across a lot of guys carry and i don't think a lot of them even even would articulate that they carry that but they want to be the perfect husband. They want to be the perfect father. And then if they constantly talk about how hard it is for them to do that with, with the person they're trying to do it for, mm-hmm. I think they feel like they will become less than or be seen less than. And I don't know if every wife has the the capacity to be like, no, no, it's okay. Like, I still love you. I still trust you. Mm-hmm. Do you have a counterpoint to that?
1: I, like, okay. So going on the the image of like chinks in your armor, but I'm like, okay, well, the only way that those happen are by you going into battle. So like mm. I don't know, like, share that with me. Like, how did you get those battle wounds? Like, how did how did that how did that come about? And so that I can like see like hard things are only hard if they're hard. So like if for a woman to appreciate the effort that it takes for the man to be the man. She has to know about that. Like she has to know what you're doing and how hard it is for her to appreciate that it's hard. So I think in like, I think in being vulnerable, you start to
0: appreciate. You're not wrong. Okay. Yeah. This is, this is interesting. So there's a part and we're going to get to it later. No, well, let's side, sidebar this. We're going to come back to this sidebar. We'll table it. And it's going to come, Next we're going to come back to it. Okay. This is, no, this is really good. This is what
1: happens when you don't tell me what we're going to do. No,
0: this is amazing. This is. Because like it's happening in real time. People can see it. This is great. Next part that I'm going to go up to. This is so good. That was such a good comment. I know you it doesn't feel like it because I didn't respond. I feel, very,
1: I feel very vulnerable.
0: So I think this is a good segue actually. If we, if I, if I'm in the right part in the, uh, the talk
2: we see pointing and laughing 99% of the time is who? Us. Shame drives two big tapes. Never good enough. And if you can talk it out of that one, who do you think you are? The thing to understand about shame is it's not guilt. Shame is a focus on self. Guilt is a focus on behavior. Shame is I am bad. Guilt is I did something bad. How many of you if you did something that was hurtful to me, would be willing to say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake? How many of you would be willing to say that? Guilt. I'm sorry, I made a mistake. Shame. I'm sorry, I am a mistake. There is a huge difference between shame and guilt. And here's what you need to know. Shame is highly, highly correlated with addiction, depression, violence, aggression, bullying, suicide, eating disorders. And here's what you even need to know more guilt inversely correlated with those things. The ability to hold something we've done or failed to do up against who we want to be is incredibly adaptive. It's uncomfortable, but it's adaptive.
0: All right, I want to pause there. So with, I'm, I'm going to kick this part out. It's not uploading. So you just leave. All right. So I'm going to, I want to, so pause what we just talked about because okay. we're gonna get we're gonna get back to that about okay. husbands and wives talking to each other. We're gonna get back to that, um, but for now, the idea of guilt and shame I think is very important and it mm-hmm. sheds a lot of light into this conversation because if you're trying if a husband is trying to become a better husband and father, but does not believe that he's intrinsically good, right, and that every time he messes up he does not feel guilt but he feels shame instead. And feels like I am not good enough. I'm not a good enough father. I am not a good enough husband for them. uh, They deserve better than me. That makes the conversations very different, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and that means, and that makes anything that you might suggest, like we talk about, like I don't think you nag, that's within our relationship. I don't think you nag, but like, so you you pointing things out that you wish I could do, Mm -hmm. don't elicit shame for me. They elicit guilt. I was like, mm-hmm. oh shoot, I know I could do that. Cause like I cause like she said, I can hold up the idea of like, I want to be this kind of father, I want to be this kind of husband. And if I fall short of that and you're able to point that out to me, it's easy. That's easy. I like, oh, that's great. I have someone who's keeping me accountable, who's able to hold these things out for me. Um, and I don't feel less than. I feel like, okay, I know I can do these things. So I feel like you're elevating me that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm feeling shame, if I if I felt shame every time you brought something up, because like I saw every time you point something out as being the husband and father she deserves. I'm not the one that sh- – yeah. I'm and not the And she notices. And she notices it and she's pointing it out to me. So she sees it too. Mm-hmm. And like all oh, the kids see it too. And all that starts – and I start feeling shame about that. Like that makes our conversations very, very different. Mm-hmm. So like even the whole Ephesians 5 debacle that we've been – it's been going on on all the different medias. I think this idea of guilt and shame within a relationship is very key to that because if a husband feels like I, I need to be the head of this household, and then every time you point something out to me, you're it's not like a, it's not you're you're not um, trying to elevate me in any way to be that husband like that head leader. You're pointing out the reasons why I'm not good enough to be that leader. Like mm. it just it changes everything completely.
1: Mm. It's like a different perspective. Mm-hmm. So the the wife could be saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. But it's depending on how it's received. Yes. And it's right. not
0: a tone thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's, there's an internal
1: yeah. thing. Okay. But I think that there can be, I think that how you deliver the message though, and what you say and what word choices you have could absolutely. Yes. Like
0: another in, in relationship. Yes.
1: yes. Like, so we just look
0: at the data here. We look at the objective data in this house and like, you tell me like, okay. you didn't pick this up. Oh, you're right. I didn't. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: But I don't think that that okay. I don't think that was true at the beginning of our relationship. No, and I don't think that that's true for all relationships. So true. So I do think that you know you're asking about like practical things for wives to do Mm -hmm. if this is an issue in their marriage. If this seems to be an issue, maybe like maybe it hasn't actually been called this before, Mm -hmm. um, but you feel like you're coming up against the wall every time. This topic comes up, or this, I don't, yeah, like the headship comes up, or anytime, um, just
0: anytime he feels like he's falling short, right? Yeah,
1: but he might not say that because you're saying it's hard for them to be vulnerable, so she might not know that, mm. like his defense mechanism might be anger, and or like I know,
0: I know, right. I know,
1: so but she wouldn't know that he thinks he's falling short, uh huh. So, we're talking about a couple that hasn't had these, yeah, duke out battles, conversations. Like we have, can but. you
0: imagine though? Like being in this, I guess. Can like, you
1: imagine? Yes. No, Monica, <laughs> seven years ago. But like, so and I don't no, know. Yeah, no,
0: I remember being there. <laughs> but like, imagine like you, because like, all right, when you when you're when you're a guy, at least from my experience, like you don't really need to be told the things you're doing wrong. Like you know where you're falling short. I knew the areas I was falling short in. Um, I didn't think I could be better. Mm -hmm. So I felt like whenever I fell short of those things, like it was like, dang it, Renzo, like, why are you this way? Mm -hmm. And then you bringing things up to me was just like, man, she sees it too. Why am I this way? And it just like I didn't feel good about who I was because I'm just this broken person. And the way I tried to hide that was by getting angry about the thing that you were bringing up and then pushing back on that. Mm-hmm. And like, no, that's actually like, don't, and then, or if like it's something really wasn't my fault, I'd be like, don't put that on me. That wasn't one of my mess ups. That was one of your mess ups. And yeah. like our arguments were very yeah. unhappy.
1: Yep. Or it'd be some rationalization of why it was okay. Mm-hmm. And that was partially for you to be like, it's okay. You're not broken. Like yep. you had your reasons for not, you know, and that was another defense mechanism or just like, just frustration for like, you see all of my mess and you don't see the good things. Mm -hmm. Like you feel like the scales are swayed in one direction, tipped in one direction. So yeah. So like you might not be at that point where, and this could go both ways, but like we're talking about husbands being on the receiving end. So like they're not there for you, for them to say like, I just don't feel like I add up. Mm-hmm. and the way that that might manifest itself is digging your heels in, being defensive, being angry, um retreating and like doing less because the more i do, the more i mess up, so i'm going to do less. Mm-hmm. um and and those are just th- those are manifestations of something deeper and different than what they look like.
0: Keep going. Okay.
1: Shame versus guilt.
0: Yes, this next part's very good. Because now she's going to differentiate um, with how shame and guilt are, are experienced uh, by men and women. Because this is from 15 years ago. So she
2: can do that. The other thing you need to know about shame is it's absolutely organized by gender. If shame washes over me and washes over Chris, it's going to feel the same. Everyone sitting in here knows the warm wash of shame. We're pretty sure that the only people who don't experience shame are people who have no capacity for connection or empathy. Which means, yes, I have a little shame. No, I'm a sociopath. So I would opt for, yes, you have a little shame. Shame feels the same for men and women, but it's organized by gender. For women, the best example I can give you is Anjali, The commercial. I can put the wash on the line, pack the lunches, hand out the kisses, and be work at five to nine. I can bring home the bacon, fry it up in the pan, and never let you forget you're a man. For women, shame is do it all, do it perfectly, and never let them see you sweat. I don't know how much perfume that commercial sold, but I guarantee you it moved a lot of antidepressants and anti-anxiety meds. <laughs>
0: So, um, just to pause here, I feel like this is where, like we were talking about with the um the women's content, right? I feel like a lot of the women's content addresses that, mm-hmm. right? And like you're in your shame and your in your worthiness as mm-hmm. a daughter of God, and just yes. even like how to balance all those things together. Yes. Right. So there's a lot of that. Yes. Um, which I, I
1: don't think that there's as much for men.
0: I don't think there's a counterpart to it. She's going to talk about what okay. the counterpart to it is, but I I don't think there's any.
1: Okay. And I thought that. that was what your question was asking yeah. at the beginning. So I feel like there's a lot of that for women. Yes.
0: Yes. So, yeah. And I don't think there's, well, so yeah. So I don't think, so addressing that, there's a lot of that for women. I don't think there's a counterpart, not counterpart, a, like a men, if your wife is struggling with these things, this is how you can help mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. in her shame. Right. Um, and then I don't mm-hmm. think there's content for men that supports them. If they experience shame, I don't think there's a content for women that can support their husbands in that. Um, Agreed. But, like, I I see you nodding. I saw you at that corner of my eye nodding at the thing she's saying. And, like, Mm -hmm. you've
2: experienced this and
0: gone through that. Mm
2: -hmm. Shame for women is this web of unattainable, conflicting, competing expectations about who we're supposed to be. And it's a straitjacket. For men, shame is not a bunch of competing, conflicting expectations. Shame is one. Do not be perceived as what? Week. I did not interview men for the first four years of my study. And it wasn't until a man looked at me one day after a book signing and said, I love what you have to say about shame. I'm curious why you didn't mention men. And I said, I don't study men. And he said, That's convenient. (laughs) And I said, Why? And he said, Because you say to reach out, tell our story, be vulnerable. But you see those books you just signed for my wife and my three daughters? I said, Yeah. They'd rather me die on top of my white horse than watch me fall down. When we reach out and be vulnerable, we get the shit beat. I guess stop it in time. <laughs> well, keep
1: going now. You already said it.
2: The out of us. And don't tell me it's from our, the guys and the coaches and the dads. Because the women in my life are harder on me than anyone else.
0: So, with what she just said in mind, back to your thing about um, how do why how wives can support their husbands and be vulnerable, and and you said the uh, the comment of like you want to hear about the chinks in my armor and like how I got them. Um, the the idea that a man has to be strong is very. It, I think it's ingrained in us. It's ingrained in our culture. Mm-hmm. And if we see any vulnerability as weakness, like we will never do that. I even struggle with that. I know I I think I do. I'm a pretty open person though. So like, but it's not easy to do those things. Mm. So like if your husband is struggling, there's, I don't think that it's normal for husbands to open up because opening up seems weak. So like men won't even open up to one another because it seems weak. Mm-hmm. So like if they're doing a thing together though and they're just having a conversation like I'm not opening up I'm just talking.
1: Yeah, interesting distinction. Right.
0: Like I yeah. but like th- I I think it's dumb. Like you're obviously <laughs> opening up and like I and I've I've and the, I guess like the reason I'm more vulnerable too is because I've like I've talked to my basketball teams and I've coached them, right? And I've said to them like you need to learn to be vulnerable with one another because like I've seen all of you cry after winning a championship game and like, then you're hugging and kissing each other like nothing, but like, and like, that's normal. But then if you have, you, if you have a struggle, you're afraid to bring it up. Like that's, it's not okay if we can only be celebrate like that with one another in the good things. And we can't do that in in the, with the harder things. Um, so I'm perfectly comfortable with the vulnerability, but I don't think that that's a natural thing that guys will get mm-hmm. because they're, 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 they're trained not to do that, mm. which I think you need to be like, you can't be on the battlefield and thinking about how I'm hurt, right? Like I've, I've said it to our kids. Um, actually, there's a, there's a, I saw it today on Instagram actually. So like there was a, you, one of the UFC, uh, fight nights was last night and it was in Mexico and in, in one of the one of the fighters there's a clip of him like his, eye, well, his eyes are super swollen yeah. after after a, a round and he's sitting in the corner and his coaches are talking in spanish and when somebody's translating he's like you don't need your eyes you don't need your eyes just listen You're gonna put your hands up and he's just trying to coach him but <laughs> yeah. like you don't need your eyes you just gotta go and like i i, I coach our kids like that too so yeah. like i know what that's like and i was yeah. coached like that but like so you're trained to like you just gotta go you gotta be able to push no matter what like you, you get hit on the battlefield like i tell our kids She just they're like oh my hands hurt like is that going to matter when you're in a fight? No, you got to keep going. So <laughs> yeah. like, so, but so like they're trained on that. That's great. But then they're not like, but emotionally you can't do that. Yeah. Like physically you can, but like emotionally we're not made to do that. Humans aren't made to just keep going and push through and pack it down. Um, but because we're not giving that counterbalance or counter examples, like we think that we have to always be that strong. So to be vulnerable. So seems, to be like
1: physically strong and emotionally strong. Yes.
0: And just be yeah. strong all around. Like yeah. that's it. I am strong if I am. I am masculine if I am strong. So mm-hmm. if I am then vulnerable and I see as, that as weakness, then it is a feminine thing it, yeah. to, an unmasculine and, and, and thing to share my my struggles with you. So sh- I can't tell you my chinks in my armor and I mm-hmm. can't tell you the battles I've been fighting. Mm-hmm. You should only see me as a, a, on my white horse that comes home and like I did all the things and I can do all the things at home too and I can lead and I can I can be the husband and father you you deserve. Because if I fall down that I, I can feel shame from that.
1: Mm-hmm. Because your identity is wrapped up in
0: in the in the being the, yeah. the white knight that comes purple brown knight. Sorry. <laughs> the brown knight that comes in on his Peruvian I stallion. I come I in by my a, llama. I
1: don't think it's a white knight, I think it's a white horse. I know, but, but- so <laughs> I came in on
0: my llama. Okay. His name is Pedro. <laughs> so, but so but like yes, yeah, so like
1: Deflection. <laughs> no- <laughs>
0: No. But like, Too vulnerable. I have to make a joke. I, I, I now. gotta make a joke.
1: No.
0: <laughs> but Another
1: accurate. thing, ladies, we can pick up on.
0: <laughs> but accurate. But but like, yes, like the identity. And I've I've but I like I remember hearing that for the first time. In she also said it in a different talk. Oh, yes. And, I, and, and, I, and you I argued, sent it to me. And you were like, what? I don't believe this.
2: <laughs> I was like, you do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I remember it not being received well.
1: It did not go the way you thought it was going to go. No,
0: I thought you would be like, oh, no, I love you so much. I would love it if you were vulnerable. And you're like, what are you talking about? I don't do that. (laughs)
1: Way to make it about you, Monica.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. But, like, okay, that's a great point. I'm trying to
1: be vulnerable here.
0: That's a great point because I think that happens for a lot of men, too. I
1: remember the scene here.
0: (laughs) It was at this table. It was just a different house. No, but I think that happens for men, too, a lot. Like, if they share how they feel. Yes, it can then be like what you just shared made me feel this way, yes. and then it becomes they just. Or have you to shouldn't apologize. have
1: felt that way because yes. yes.
0: And so now the guy feels like I just have to apologize. So that's why a lot of yes. guys just feel like I just have to be on my white llama thing, <laughs> my white animal. And just like I always stay up here, and I can never share how I feel, and yes. never share any weakness. Yeah. So like so therefore let me at least tell you how I wish things would run around the house, right? Like, let me, let me be the head of the house and just tell how things I want happen, but I'll never share anything deeper. And like, that's, I think that's a lot of men are, are seeking to at least have a thing where they can put their stamp on. Like, this is what I created Mm -hmm. and then just be happy to look at it and like, okay, that's fine. Like, Mm -hmm. this is where our family is. And, and I think there's, there's deeper relationship that, that Jesus requires of us in our marriage that I think, requires vulnerability and it yeah. requires us to, to not be afraid of, of showing our, you know, opening up to our beloved. Um, yes.
1: So one practical tip for women is to not correct your husband's vulnerability, like to receive it and to not like redirect it and say that should have been put there or to like, it's so
0: funny. Quantify cause, it. Yes. Cause I didn't know how to get to like, I wanted to, cause I, I, I knew if I showed you the video and said, we're talking about this, you'd know where to get to you know, you know what to start saying, but I didn't know if they would know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. But like, now that we've gotten to this point, like I think now you could give advice because I remember us going through this. Yes. That's that's a good, that's a good point. So
1: yeah. So point number one, point number one, tip number one, what do
0: you mean? Don't redirect the vulnerability.
1: Um, so to try to like, Oh, but you're saying that you're, you're, um, worried or anxious or, uh, weak in like you're you're sharing that you feel weak and or inadequate in a certain area and you're like and for the wife to be like oh no no that like it's really more this because we're putting it in our feminine box and you're coming from your masculine box so, so can, yeah, yeah i'm trying to give an example um you can use me i'm yes thank you
0: <laughs> you could use me however you see fit <laughs>
1: I was gonna make up a hypothetical, real world scenario. I can't think of one, but like, there were so many times where I was trying to interpret, or th- like I thought I understood what you meant, and you'd be talking about something with work, for example. Maybe like, um, do we have edit- time? I can. Can edit you this. edit this? I
0: can edit all of this. Um, I'm gonna keep this. Part- um,
1: I'm trying to think of a like a real thing that we discussed. Um, okay. This is hypothetical. Okay. Okay. So let's say uh husband starts talking about stress about finances and. Um,
0: yeah, because we have no stress there. <laughs> <Sorry>.
1: <laughs> our, cars, our car broke down <laughs> yesterday. And just like, okay, sharing stress about finances and I'm worried about this. And the wife starts to try to come, oh. come up.
0: What if, I, I remember this, so maybe this is kind of related to your hypothetical, okay. hopefully if that's, but there was times, not currently where I am, because I'm very happy where I work, but I remember there was times where, like, I would be working in a position I wish I could, like, I wish I was in a higher position, I wish I made more, mm-hmm. and I remember feeling like, and, and trying to express to you how, like, I just wish I, either that I did better in high school or college, mm-hmm. or being like, I wish I could move to a different position, I wish I had more experience here, and I remember bringing those things up to you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: how would you say that should not be handled?
1: Um, One, it should not be handled in trying to come up with ways for that to happen. Uh-huh. Like, okay, well then how about you like take a class or you work on a different certification or you, you know, like it's okay, you can work more hours and like trying to fix the problem because part of that was actually you trying to express that you feel inadequate at mm-hmm. that moment. Mm-hmm. And what I'm hearing is that you're stressed about work mm-hmm. and like there is something deeper that is trying to be unveiled. Mm-hmm. And if we, as women just jump to the like trying to come up with a solution or a way, it's almost like you're proving my point because you think you can fix the problem. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to share about mm. like it's something deeper about myself right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I remember like wanting to just be affirmed and like silly, but just like, it's okay if we don't make a lot of money right now. Yes. Like just something simple like that could yes. have been like, all right. Yes. Because like the things you, I, and I don't remember exactly how this, I remember expressing, it, I don't remember how it was, how it went, but I I know that like hearing things like, well, you know, like, can you start looking at other jobs? Like, can, you know, maybe go back for certifications, things like that. I already thought of those things, right? Like I already, I have. Of like, course, you did. And I already, like, but I know. it's so
1: like, like of course you did. But that that wasn't communicated, and so I felt like, oh, you're stuck in this spiral. So let me mm-hmm. try to shine light on, yeah, um, on your yeah, on your whoa it was me, you know, on your on your confusion or what have you, and it was like like duh, you know, like duh, the budget needs to be fixed, and the, like. W- I need to be tighter on grocery shopping mm-hmm. and like all those things. But like in that sharing, we have to first like receive and just let them let our husbands mm. talk and share and us just one of the are you gonna do the image that she does about the whole?
0: No, she is not do this one.
1: Okay. So one of the images that Brene Brown talks about in shame in when somebody is being vulnerable with you is to just sit in their hole with them Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and not try to help them climb out, not try to like come up with, well, like if you just climb up this bank or I'll lift, I'll hoist you up, but you're just to sit in it first with them is so important because that's where relation building and like shame is allowed to be shared and vulnerability is allowed to be Mm -hmm. shared because- I'm just going to sit and receive. Yeah. I'm not going to try to correct or fix because that only affirms your shame Mm -hmm. and digs you deeper into that hole of shame. And here I am high up on the outside, like, how's it going down there? I can tell you how to not go in the hole again. Um, And I like that was when we learned about that, that was something that we actually said out loud to one another sometimes so you were you or i would be like i just need you to sit in the shame with me right now Mm -hmm. i need you to sit in the hole with me so
0: i'm going to give a couple more examples and then i'm going to ask a question at the end i may forget about the question but i'm going to try to ask it later (laughs) um but so i know i remember another thing that we struggled with was that um my this was before i had diagnosed adhd so i thought that i just had a lot of depression issues right i remember and it's amazing what the difference diagnosis helped with, right? Being able to use words for that. Um, but so I thought I was—I would go through bouts of depression. Um, and I remember not being to fully express to you how it felt. Mm-hmm. Because I remember there was times where I'd be like, I'm feeling this way. And I felt like you would just look at me like, what do you want me to do with that? Mm-hmm. And I just felt like I can't share more. So like I, it would be like I, I remember like I'd give you like little breadcrumbs to see like how are you going to handle mm. this little bit of vulnerability? Mm-hmm. And if you didn't handle it the way I was like, oh, see, nope, <laughs> nope. She's not going to she's not gonna see me the same, so I'm not going to do it anymore.
1: That's it. No and, more. Mm-hmm. So
0: do you have any advice for that for wives? Because I feel like for I would say like be on the lookout for when that's happening because like you don't – like if your husband is – he's sharing something with you. Like it may be a super small thing, but it could be like – it could be like his first step down from the lama, yeah. right? Like the first step off of like, how is she gonna <laughs> How is she gonna
1: <laughs> all I can think of is like Emperor's new groove. Yes, <laughs>
0: like Cusco, Cusco, who's Peruvian. So but like it could be his first like, let me see how this is gonna go. And if yes. I and I just like little things like, Yeah, like I'm feeling a little down today. And you'd just be like, oh, so like, you know, what, something happened at work? I'm like, no, she's not going to, she's not going to, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 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 it was just a little rough. I'm just tired. Like, and I remember like just turning mm-hmm. into like, no, I, I think I'm just tired. Like, I can't wait to go to sleep today. Like, whatever. Yeah. And like, I would just, and it's, it sounds like a silly game, but like, again, if men feel like their, their identity is, is fixed in their strength, mm-hmm. like to start showing a little bit of weakness is a big deal. Yeah. So like, it, you, you kind of wade through the waters with that. You don't just yeah. jump in.
1: Um. So, this is strategy I learned from you.
0: Oh, what did I do? Um, you're welcome.
1: You're three wise.
0: Oh, five wise, but five yes. wise. Yes,
1: I okay. only got to three.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love
1: you. Um, but I think, I think asking instead of like giving commentary. Mm. So, asking the question why. Um,
0: root cut. Root cause analysis. Yeah, root cause so.
1: analysis. So like trying to trying to get – but it's more of an open-ended. Why is is it more open-ended than some other of the questions? And like it's less um, targeted at like a certain thing that you said. Um, so just trying to understand more mm-hmm. and like opening up the floor for you to be able to share more. Um, and then I think the second is um, – and this is something that's very hard for women who like to multitask, but to stop what you're doing.
0: Yeah. Because- oh, that one used to hurt me. Yep. It used to hurt me. Because- I remember that. You that's feel great- like you don't
1: have my attention. Um, I'm distracted. I don't really care about what you're saying because this other stuff is more mm-hmm. important. Um, so to stop what you're doing.
0: Yeah.
1: And like-
0: I remember sharing. See, and it wasn't like big deal shares, but to me they were, Right. And, and, I remember, and to like, your kind point, of,
1: like they're, they're breadcrumbs though, because I, I like, I'm laying this out there and seeing if you're like going to come along mm-hmm. and if you're not going to come along, then yeah. fine, just keep doing what you're doing. Cause it's obviously more important than me right, because right, right, that right. is shame. Yes. Right. And, <laughs> it, I guess
0: like in this, it's important to say like, it's because we believe a lie. Yes. Like it's not. Like if, if I can live in my identity as a son of God and know that I am good, regardless of how I perform in things, then I can bring something up to you and you still wash the dishes while I talk about it and then be like, Hey, can you just stop so we can talk like and not feel like, Oh my goodness, I'm going to ask like, but I remember feeling like that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm being dramatic and there's all these voices that, that are telling you that like what you're experiencing is not masculine. Mm. Right, like you shouldn't be this upset about this. Why are you disrupting your wife about this? She's gonna see you as less than. See you are less than because you need this from her. Like, there's just all these talks, and and having to like getting past that is so difficult. Mm. And then like if you're not just (laughs) and whatever you do, it confirms my bias of like, oh yeah, she really doesn't care about this.
1: So you have to tread very lightly, Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) right? And and (laughs) like. And it's it's so weird because like it may, I'm I'm pointing I'm it seems like I'm painting men as very fragile, which is like they don't want to be seen as that. But like we are emotional.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All of us have emotions. You can control your emotions, and you can you can redirect them, and and you absolutely can do that. But you're also you also desire human connection in a way that you can't satisfy by being stoic all the mm-hmm. time. Um, Like you were made for love, and like that's what love is—is people seeing you at your worst and loving you anyway. Um, So my my question was, how can you see a husband doing that? Right? Because like you, I'm still your husband, and I still share. Are you? I still, I do. I mean, I did. Uh, (laughs) I did eleven years ago. Um, (laughs) I had jokes and I kept it to myself. How can you see a husband have a husband who's being vulnerable? Right. And like you feel like you have to do all these little things for him now because he's an emotional he seems like an emotional child because you have to be like tread so lightly and like kind of work through these things. How can you still respect him after that? Because mm. that's that's something that's a big fear of like if I show these things, how can you still respect and trust him?
1: That's a good question. Hmm.
0: I have an answer to myself, but I want you to give an answer okay. first. Unless you want me to talk and then you can jump You're off asking, it. You're
1: asking so like I know that I'm, I'm pausing a long time because I know you're asking me more practically rather than like from the hip to shoot. It's just, okay. So, <laughs> so for me, it was, it was like, as, as we were going through this vulnerability process, mm-hmm. learning vulnerability, identifying shame or guilt, Um that one thing for me because this was this was a both and we didn't really share a lot of like me processing shame and things like that while this was happening as well. But for me, it was okay, wow. So this life thing is hard for both of us. And because we're doing it together, we've chosen to do it together, that like this is making us stronger as people, as individuals, but it's ultimately making us stronger as a couple for us to really understand one another and for us to understand ourselves so that we can communicate with the other and help them to know us better. Um, I just saw that as like, as a strength because then we know what we're dealing with
2: Mm. instead of
1: these like actors who are pretending Mm. like at least we know who we are and where our strengths and weaknesses lie so that when we face some really heavy stuff, which some of this, like some really heavy stuff happened during this like unveiling process. Then we just had a better idea of like who we were mm-hmm. and who we were working with. So I think that was, that was really important for me. And I, I grew in respect for you because I think some of it too was like, these are things I already knew on the surface. So for you to acknowledge that i respected that more instead of like do you really not see this like Mm. do you really not see some of these weaknesses because like i think guys are afraid to show their weaknesses but like and maybe not like in a strength like physical strength way but like your wives see some like you you live Mm. together and you are married and you're making a family like we see those weaknesses but it's almost like do you not see it like so for you to see it, it was also mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. So like now we can, as a family, as a couple, like we can work with that mm-hmm. and we can grow from there, but we can't, if we're not going to acknowledge it. Yeah. Um, so I think I grew in respect because you were willing to acknowledge. Yeah. Um, and then I was a- like, you filled me in on a lot of like the root of where this came from. Cause again, I saw the surface, um, So for me to like really deeply understand like where some of that stemmed from, whether it was like, I never had that modeled for me or like ADHD, like my brain just doesn't see that or work that way. Mm -hmm. Um, For me to understand that like some of the things that I did only further affirmed the lies that you were hearing and like, oh, I like I can make corrections because that My behavior is not reflective of what the message I want to share with you is Mm. like, you know, like me saying, like going back to that work example of like, well, what if we try this, this, and this is like, that was my way of being like, I believe in you. Like, let's do the things, Yeah. yeah. but that wasn't the message you received. No. Right. right? So like I was trying to empower you and be like, let's do it. Like, let's spend the money and go back to school. Like, Mm -hmm. let's, I, I know that you're capable. Um, And so for me to better understand like what my message was actually communicating Mm -hmm. to you, okay, then I'm going to work on what and how I'm saying it so that the deeper thing that I want to share with you and express with you is actually given and received.
0: And I I would, and the only thing I'd add to that is you've done a great, and I don't know if it's because, because I, I like words of affirmation, but like you've done a great job and you started doing a great job um, during all this of affirming me and saying things like, I love you. I'm proud of you. I respect you. Thank you for working so hard because those things helped me. I, I believed you, mm-hmm. right? I, I, some people maybe hear words like that. I'm like, well, you know, and they turn out to believe people, but I, I believed you and, and I, and I appreciate it every time you said that, even just being like, I appreciate you. Oh, mm-hmm. right, I just want to affirm you that you're doing a good job in this, and like, and mm-hmm. and when that was unprompted, it wasn't even like me saying to you, like, "Hey, I'm struggling with this thing." Um, that helped speak truth to all the lies that I was mm-hmm. believing. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, I do, and like, it's one of those things, like, you know, God loves you, but do you feel like God loves you? And like, I know my wife loves me, but I don't feel like my wife loves me. So then, when you start, when you start feeling that way and feeling like your wife loves you, it's a lot easier to then start being more vulnerable with her because she still loves and respects me. And I'm mm-hmm. able to share these things and she still loves and respects me. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a cycle of like, it, it's just, it's a cycle in just the opposite direction. Cause like now the, yeah. the biases towards she loves and respects me no matter what.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I think that's where I think with all the other Ephesians things aside mm-hmm. and all the other uh, Bible verses, I think getting to that core for couples is very important mm-hmm. um, because if you can't have those conversations, like if you haven't seen your spouse cry before, I think it's a problem.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I know that's gonna that's gonna irk some people. Don't care.
1: You know what? It, this reminds me of as an earlier episode that we had done. I Forget the title of it, but like we were tra- we talked about like stoicism and what was the opposite of stoicism? I don't remember. <laughs> I, I, but like, and it was something about like men with oh, chests oh, oh, and oh, like
0: oh, oh, oh yes.
1: And then uh, you just saying getting to the core of it and how like like getting to the heart of it core c o r meaning like the Latin for yes. Heart, right? Yes, yes. So, I'm catching on. <laughs> Thank you, Robbie, for I, all uh, <laughs> no. the lessons around here. But that, like, like we need men of heart who are like strong and capable, but also like vulnerable and feel. Because if if stoicism is going to be like the way that men are going to function, and then they see emotions as weak. So then they're going to see their wives as weak because w- women often lead with their emotions. Then this is where yes. this big divide is going to come from. Yes. And like so many misunderstandings because you see like stoicism as the, the way to be, but then where is that like relational building going to come? Mm-hmm. And then I also think too, like we're saying with the leaders of the family, heads of the family, that like when that notion is questioned, it's like, are you calling men weak? Are you mm-hmm. calling them incapable? Because we're not. And it's like,
0: it's because no. they feel shame. Like you're attacking yes. an identity. Right. And instead of calling them out in places that they could feel guilty and then improve, like they right. feel like you're calling them out right. as you are not.
1: As, as like a man. Mm-hmm. When, if, if that was the way that God intended it, then God would not have made marriage. Like mm-hmm. you need one another, mm-hmm. you need both and and you need men of heart so that they're open to receiving the wisdom and the beauty of their wives so that they can become better men. And then those men are going to make better women and those women are going to make better men. And like, that's what marriage is, is we are constantly lifting one another higher and mm-hmm. higher, closer and closer to heaven. Um, The
0: root word of courage, core. Yeah. And vulnerability takes courage.
1: And so, yes, vulnerability takes courage because in order to be courageous, you have to feel fear. Like in order to be brave and to do something that's brave, you have to do something that is scaring you, but you're going to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to ignore the fact that you're fearful or pretend that you're not or whatever word we want to use – then you're not actually practicing the virtue of courage. Mm-hmm. Like it has to be hard. It's supposed to be hard, mm-hmm. and you're still going to do it anyway.
0: Do you have the? Let me see if I can find the quote from C.S. Lewis that you that I had you make into a print for me.
1: I can get it on my phone. No,
0: I, I I'll get it here because like that's to me was a big. Um, I like this quote. I like the quote a lot because I think it kind of speaks to what you're saying. Because I think a lot of men think that strength is like kind of like Brene Brown was saying. Like strength is a very singular thing oh you sent it from a different
1: email i think i sent it from should
0: yeah but so like a lot of men think that strength is just one thing and and if they're ever seen as anything but this strength that i believe um in my head then people are gonna see me as less than um but i like this quote from c.s lewis from his book i think it's a series of talks actually um but it's from the need of chivalry is that it the end of chivalry the beginning of chivalry. <laughs> Got you to laugh.
1: <laughs> I didn't include it on the print I made for you.
0: No. the nece- Yeah, the necessity of oh, chivalry. There, there it, it is. The I did include it, actually. Because you're the best. All right, how do I make it I so I can so, see so this? It's so big. What'd you say? <laughs> What'd you say? So what?
1: You said it that's so big and then I said oh. that's what she said <laughs> but I held it back that was a big attention.
0: <laughs> I wasn't paying attention okay this is the quote <laughs> this is the quote and I love I love this quote because it shows I think it speaks to like what men I mean, need to return to the fact
1: and we've been that's what we've been saying my
0: the knight, brown
1: knight on his llama on
0: his llama alright so this is the quote from C.S. Lewis the knight is a man of blood and iron a man familiar with the sight of smashed faces and the ragged stumps of lumped-off limbs, he is also a de- he's also a demure a demure mm-hmm. a demure? demure he is also a demure, almost a maiden-like guest in a hall, a gentle, modest, unobtrusive man. He is not a compromise or happy mean between ferocity and meekness. He is fierce to the nth degree, and meek to the nth degree. C.S. Lewis, and that's. I love that. And I want it on our wall because I think.
1: Cause it's not this like moving towards the mean, right. The happy medium. It's not like the less ferocious you are, the more meek you are. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it doesn't,
0: well it's like it's there's, not a there's a sliding
1: scale. There's
0: a thing I think it was I think it's become popular because it was, the quote was on Joe Rogan, but like you either want you don't want to be a gardener in a war zone. You don't want to be a soldier in a garden <laughs> I I messed up the freaking quote. <laughs> but like there's something like like you don't like the idea of like you could either be like you wanna always be ferocious all mm-hmm. the time. And like, no, you could be both yeah. to the nth degree. Yep. And it's just and like
1: having that capacity
0: Yes, makes you fully human. The capacity to be able to be both is part of your humanity. Um, And I think, so in all this to say, I think that if men and women in their marriages are struggling with this idea of vulnerability, I think it's something they need to really lean into Mm -hmm. um, because it opens up a whole new dimension to their marriage when they can be fully vulnerable and realize that they're still loved unconditionally. And I will and I'll help them even with the relationship with God. Yeah. Because though they can go to confession and be vulnerable there, like, there's so much more that God wants to yeah. stir in there.
1: And recognizing, I think one thing that's important, in case it wasn't clear, is recognizing that we experience and express vulnerability differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so just try to just watch each other carefully to pick up on those opportunities of expressing vulnerability, receiving vulnerability and not trying to correct it because it's not the way that we would do it. Mm -hmm. Um
0: and this one's for the wives. Like this is this is where you can you can step up and you can help your husbands. Yeah? So leave a comment in the comment section on YouTube, like and subscribe and then if you are listening on Apple and Spotify, leave us a five star review. And leave us some nice words as well. Um, but yes, if you can go on YouTube. this is and a just word
1: of affirmation, guy.
0: Tell me you're proud of me on on YouTube and everywhere else. And uh, we'll see you at the next episode.